All right, you're listening to Morrow Takeover Show via the Victor Morrow Show. I want to say this off top. Um, a lot of a lot of people are telling these different stories about Tupac, and uh, people are telling the same stories, but people have their own spin on it. You know, you may catch one interview where one person says one thing and then another person says something different. And it's making way for stupid ass conspiracy theories such as uh, Tupac hoax to talk shit about Pac, right? Because when a person is dead, they can't defend themselves, right? They can't explain what really happened. Dead men don't speak. So, saying all that to say this, some of you may remember the Tupac, excuse me, the interview that Snoop Dogg did where he talked about how Tupac ran up on Nas and he told Nas I got a song about you dissing you and Nas told him I love you Pac and Pac responded well if you love me then you're not going to say nothing in other words, you're not going to respond to the diss track that I made. Now, this is all according to Snoop. Snoop also said that Nas was deep with his with his homies. He had like, I don't know, a lot of a lot of niggas with him, and. Basically, Nas had to drop on Pac. Like, Nas could have snapped his finger. And one of Nas' homeboys could have took Pac out right there. That's Snoop Dogg's version of the story. Suge Knight said that Pac spoke to Nas and they talked it out. And then not and that excuse me, Pac said to Suge basically that, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said that Pac wanted to take the diss track off of the album. If in other words, he wanted to edit the track and take the part where he disses Nas out. But Pac died before um, it could be edited or before the changes could be made. So that's why against all lies, I'm, I'm assuming it's against all lies that, um, that is the track that Pac was talking about where he dissed Nas then. Cause that's the only one I can think of off the top. Um, so you have this situation where you have two different, accounts to two versions of the same story 
I don't know who's telling the truth. I don't know who's lying. But I, I've done a episode, old episode from, you know, a couple of years ago. Um, it's probably still up on YouTube. I'm pretty sure it's still up on YouTube. If YouTube haven't banned it, they ban every damn thing now. But, um, Reggie Wright, the former head of death row security, did an interview with Vlad TV. I'm sure a lot of you Tupac fans have already seen this interview. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and play the clip anyway to put some uh, perspective on what I'm talking about. Because I'm asking the question, this new lie about this whole entire incident. And if he did, then what the fuck was the point? What was the fucking point of Snoop lying? And that's a whole nother topic. We'll get to that in a second. But this is um, the interview with uh, Reggie Wright Jr., and he disputes Snoop's story of Tupac pressing Nas in New York. That's the the title of the DJ Vlad interview. So, just take a listen. Well, I remember Arian Foster, uh, the you know the ex football player. He has a, a podcast. He interviewed Snoop. Okay. And Snoop talked about the confrontation between Tupac and Nas. We bumped heads at the end. When uh, we was in New York for the um, MTV Awards. and um, oh, That was one of the biggest hip-hop moments of all time. Yeah. And Pac had seen Nas in the park. And him and Nas had words. But Nas didn't want none. But Nas had a hundred niggas with guns. Right. So listen to what I'm telling you. Yeah. By me saying he didn't want none didn't mean he didn't punk out. Mm. It mean he just didn't want to go there. All the way there because we was in New York in Central Park with a hundred goons from New York circle us. Pocket even see them. I did because I got a gangbang mentality. I seen when niggas start circling and right. putting their hands in their pockets mm. while Pac is in this nigga ear telling him, nigga, I, nigga, I made a song, nigga, dissing you, Jay Z, Biggie, and nigga, nigga, and motherfucker. And, and I ain't got no problem with you, Pac. All right, nigga, well, if you ain't got no problems with me, nigga, when this song come out, you better not say a motherfucking word. I love you, Pac. Shook the nigga hand. Damn. That's a real one. That's why I love now. I said his That's day. a real one. And Pac walked off. To me, he's like, yeah, nigga. And whooped you. I'm like, all right. <laughs> see, 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 nigga, you have no idea. No. <laughs> no. Now, that's Snoop's version of the story, right? But listen to what Reggie Wright Jr. has to say. <laughs> that's insane. It's the truth. Right. You were there. Yeah, I heard that bullshit. It was bullshit. Yeah. Why was Where? it bullshit? Because, what, oh. You, you were there? I was there. Okay. okay. So, so, Tupac had dissed Nas already, right? On the album. You talking about, uh, yeah, it gets out a lot. Yeah. Correct. It was on the, I mean, it hadn't came out yet, but it had been recorded. Okay. Yeah. But the Machiavelli hadn't came out yet. Okay. But, but Tupac had a problem with Nas. They had a problem, but they worked it out that day. Okay, so they ran into each other. They ran into each other. This was where? At, at the park that's next door to Radio City Hall. Okay. 
I do live uh, on Bomb First. Is, I think some people say Cobra Park. Okay. It was a park. It was a big old park. And that's where you see all the people in there with the Defro East uh, uh, signs and stuff like that, all on wearing the Defro East T-shirts. It was a big thing. We had a bunch, you know, most of the people, uh, Mutal and all of their boys and Fatal, they, they had a whole bunch of dudes from New Jersey that was out there. We probably was, Defro was probably like 20, 20 deep. You know, okay. at the MTV, it was right after, it was like the after party for the MTV Music Awards. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember seeing Snoop there. Snoop, where were you at on that picture? Well, Snoop saying that Nas had like a hundred guys there with guns. They had a bunch. We, we was both sides. Uh, and it was tension. But they talked like men and worked it out. So, Tupac and Nas got together. The two Nas was talking about coming in next, the next week to, to record it. I saw... Pop tells you, which, uh, in fairness to Shug, didn't have time, or he went to prison, still had this problem. But he turned to Shug and told him, we're going to take that, that verse off where I just uh, Nas on against all odds. Now, eventually got out. I don't know if it was the people that was running the company at the time, because Shug was in prison when Machiavelli eventually came out. It never got taken out, or we couldn't, because, you know, Pac was, you know, five days later, got shot and later died. Right, but the two of them actually did work it out. They did talk ahead of time. Yeah. And the reason why this shit Snoop, because he tried to make it seem like they were about ready to kill us if Nas would have snapped his hands. It would have been a big shootout, because Fado and, and, and Mutau, they were deep, and they had a bunch of dudes from Jersey with them, too, and I'm pretty sure they had things in their waist and pockets as well. Okay. So, now... That's the setup, right? The whole point of what I'm talking about right now. You see, two dis- two different versions of the same story. Someone's lying. Someone's lying. Now, I know a lot of people don't like Reggie Wright Jr., some people take it as far as to say Reggie Wright Jr. was behind the Tupac murder. That he set the whole thing up. And he ordered the security staff that was with Pac not to bring guns. He explained that too in an, in an um, interview. Reason why. That's neither here nor there, but I'll say this. Suge Knight actually said the same thing that Reggie Wright Jr. just said in the DJ Vlad interview. Years ago, Suge Knight, I seen the interview with Suge Knight saying that when Pac and Nas met up, that they talked it out like men and and that Pac Told Shug, Shug said it out of his own mouth. So Reggie Wright's not lying on that part. On on that part, he's definitely not lying. Pac told Shug, take that part out while this nods. Now I don't think he was going to remove the whole song. I think against all odds, it was going to be. On the album, regardless, with him dissing Puffy and everybody else. 
But it just lines up for me. It looks like Reggie Wright's account is more valid. It's more, um, it makes more sense. You know what I mean? As opposed to Snoop. Snoop's version of the story sound like a whole bunch of capping. It sound like a whole lot of uh, extras. I could be wrong. But the reason why I think it's possible that Snoop is bullshitting. Like Reggie Wright Jr. just said, he called it bullshit from the jump. It's bullshit. Reason why I think Snoop is probably bullshitting is because deep down inside, I believe Snoop didn't really fuck with Pac like that. I think Snoop, some people would say was jealous or envious because Pac came to death row and took shit over after Dre and Snoop built death row. Then here comes Pac just on another level. You know what I mean? Like you got to think it's like work. Somebody just come in and just take shit over. You know what I mean? At your job, you're going to feel some kind of way, right? So I, I, I feel like there's a little bit of, uh, there's a little bit of, it could be jealousy. Or well, I feel like Snoop feels some kind of way about Pac and he just won't say that shit publicly. Always, yeah, Tupac was my nigga. Yeah, man, Tupac, woo, woo, woo. But right before Pac died, Suge, and I mean, I said Suge, excuse me. Right before Pac died, Snoop and Pac had problems. And there's many accounts of that. Why did they have problems? Well, Come to find out, and we didn't find out until after Pac died, Snoop was homeboys with Biggie and Puff. Ain't that about a bitch. So Snoop wasn't really riding with Pac like that. And if you notice, since Pac died, especially especially as of late, Snoop is always shouting out enemies of Pac. People that Pac had problems with, right? For example, he talked about how Pac this Biggie, but he said, yeah, man, Biggie had wrote some shit for Pac, man. Biggie had some shit. He had some heat for him. And some of y'all may have seen the, the episode of, uh, Steve Harvey show where Snoop and and uh and Puff went and shook hands, you know, talking about the whole East Coast, West Coast thing. Which I don't really have a problem with, but 
I guess they were supposed to be, you know, trying to at that time um, squash the little tensions or whatever. But all in all, I don't think Reggie Wright has anything to gain by lying. Snoop is the one that I think is full of shit. Snoop is the one that's always, you know, kissing ass. You know, because me personally, I, I can't see that scenario scenario like that, the, the way that Snoop is telling the story. Again, I could be wrong. I'll leave room for that. I could be wrong. Maybe Snoop, you know, knows something. I don't know. Well, you know, because according to Reggie Wright, Reggie Wright Jr. in this interview, he said he don't even think Snoop was there. And now that I think about it, when I watched the, um, because I, I remember, I remember seeing that um, that video with Pac had it, you know, he was with his homeboys. He had a lot of people behind him and they were holding up the death row East. They had the death row East signs. Some of y'all might remember that was the, the video where Pac was talking about death row East. And he was like, in the interview, the interviewer asked him about death row East. And Pac said, do you believe in Jesus? He said, then believe on death row East. And he diss Nas in that in that uh, interview. He did diss Nas in that interview. So I, I believe that that's what Reggie Wright was talking about. And I didn't see Snoop in that video. Of course, Snoop could have been around somewhere else out of the camera view. But I didn't see Snoop nowhere around. And like Reggie Wright said, where was Snoop in that? Reggie Wright would know. If nobody else know. And one other thing. Um, before I. Take a quick break. A lot of people. Forget that a lot of this shit started because of Snoop. And his. Um, New York, New York video. Where he was kicking down the building. Simming the dog pound. And um, Biggie called the radio station and was mad. And um, basically, I'm not going to say he called the shot, but let's just say uh, Snoop Dogg's trailer got shot up. These are, these are the little things that people forget. Right? These are the little things that People forget. And also, it's important to point out that, that, excuse me, that Snoop and Biggie and Puffy were cool during the time when Pac had major beef with these niggas. But yet, you, you sitting up here talking about Pac your boy, Pac your homeboy, and all this, that, and the third... You let you let these New York niggas shoot up your trailer 
and then turn around and cool with the dude that called the radio station pretty much asking for it, which was Biggie. This is why the, the tensions with Snoop and, and Pac so heavy right before Pac died. And that's another story within itself. And I'm going to come back with that in a minute. I'll be right back. All right, you're listening to the Morrow Takeover Show via the Victor Morrow Show. And now I want to um, pick up where I left off at. I was talking about how I was talking about how Snoop and Pac had problems right before Pac died. Now I did a podcast on this a couple of years ago. And um, I think it's time for me to address it again. Now, this is during a time before people were really looking at Snoop like he could have been in on a Tupac murder. But in that podcast, I pointed out some things that just didn't set well with me about Snoop. Number one, a lot of people don't know, Biggie was affiliated with with the Crips. I believe it was the Southside Crips. You can correct me if I'm wrong on that, right? I'm not from California, so I don't know. I'm not from L.A. But I think I remember Pac even um, making fun of Biggie because he was trying to throw up. Biggie was throwing up gang signs and um, he was like throwing them up wrong. I believe that was uh, back when Uncle Luke, remember Luke Campbell had the, uh, he had his little show or whatever. They used to come on. I think he used to come on a, a cable channel. But um, you you take a look at this, right? Snoop's a crip. Pac had a lot of homies that were bloods. Now, Pac never claimed to be a blood. There's a lot of controversy surrounding the whole MOB thing. Um, you know, Pac said MOB stood for money over bitches, but you know the you a lot of you know about what MOB is uh, in California, right? Ma Parus. So there's there's a lot of controversy behind whether or not Pac was um, affiliating himself with the Mob Parus, and he did have homeboys that were Mob Parus. So, but Pac said himself that MOB stood for money over bitches. 
So you got a lot of people saying, oh, he a fake gangster. He wasn't really no mob, Paru, this, that, and the third. But Pac said it stood for money over bitches. But getting back to Snoop. Snoop, (laughs) this nigga, Snoop made friends with Biggie and Puffy during their beef with Pop. Now, you tell me, don't this shit seem a little fishy to you? Pop gets shot by Orlando Anderson, so they say. So they say, so that y'all don't get stupid with me. I'm just going off of what's been said. Pac was shot by Orlando Anderson, Southside Crip, Biggie, affiliated Southside Crips. It's been rumored Puffy hired Southside Crips to shoot Pac and Shook. This shit is all over the internet. Right, So I'm not saying nothing new to you. I'm just saying connect the dots. Who's the man in the middle? Who's the man in the middle? Whenever there's a murder that's unsolved, I'll tell you who to look at. The person you need to always look at is the man in the middle. Who is connected to both Biggie, Puffy, and Bad Boy, and also connected to Death Row? It's Snoop. Now, a dumb nigga would, would say, Snoop ain't had no connections to bad boy. Yeah, he did. I just told you. That's the whole point of me going on this whole spill. Biggie and Puffy had aligned themselves with the Southside Crips. Snoop and Biggie were homeboys. Without Pac knowing. And also, Snoop was signed to death row and was supposed to be homeboys with Pop. So Snoop is the man in the, in the middle. Also, Snoop's cousin, Lord Half Dead, made an album after um after Pop died that was very questionable. The album cover anyway, was very questionable because it looks like a picture of a dead Tupac with a bullet in his head. That's Snoop's cousin. And also, according to Keefe D, Snoop's cousin, Lil Half Dead, was in the same car. There was four people in the car, according to Keefe D. And one of those people that was in the car was uh, Keith, was um, Lil Half Dead. 
the car that I'm talking about is the, is the car that rolled up on Suge and Pac and shot both of them, supposedly, because, you know, it's controversy over whether or not Suge actually got shot in the head or not. But I'm just laying this out for you. Who is the man in the middle of it all? It's Snoop. Didn't Snoop go to Pac and say, you're going to Vegas cuz? You're going to Vegas cuz? Why was Snoop trying to make sure Pac would be in Vegas? Could that be, could it be that Snoop wanted to make sure Pac was there so his homies could finish the job? Keep in mind, Pac already accused Puffy and Biggie. I don't call that nigga Diddy. I call him Puffy. That's what he started out as. He already accused, Pac already accused Biggie and Puffy of setting them up in New York. Hmm. That's interesting. So Pac gets shot in Vegas. And turns out the people he got shot by and got the people that shot him in Vegas are affiliated with Puff and Biggie. And then Biggie dropped the diss track to Pac after Pac died. Was it the long kiss, long kiss goodbye? This was after Pac died. And for the people that want to be stupid and say, well, that album came out. uh, That album came out. After Biggie died, so Biggie couldn't have done nothing about that. Well, Biggie was at the record, at the um, recording studio. He wasn't at the recording studio. He was at the radio station freestyling it. Not, it wasn't actual freestyle. He was rapping, but they was calling it a freestyle, right? It was a written, but they were calling it a freestyle. He was rapping the this the this song. So and this was after Pac died, after Biggie did the Joe Claire interview on um, BET, talking about eh, I wouldn't wish nothing on Pac. You know, it's sad that he died. You know, I wouldn't wish that on nobody. That's what he said. But then you make the diss track. And the diss track, the clown and Pac, they didn't say it. They didn't mention Pac by name. But if you go and listen to the track, I mean, damn, you know who they were talking about. And they even said, uh, we ain't mad at you in the song. We ain't mad at you. Well, who, who made that famous? Pac. I ain't mad at you. So miss me with the bullshit. I hate niggas like that. 
I hate, I can't say I'm a straight up nigga, right? I, I hate backstabbing shitty ass niggas. I hate niggas like that. You got a problem, nigga, have a problem to my face. I, I, that's why one of the things that, and you know, not to diss New York, I, you know, I love a lot of New York music, but I hate that subliminal shit. I hate all them subliminal tracks where you subliminally dissing the nigga. I hate that. You got a problem, nigga, say the shit. Biggie never said Pac name in a song. The only time he did was on that dumbass shit he did with Jay-Z. That's the type of niggas they are. And I don't respect it. I don't give a fuck what a nigga got to say. So a nigga come on and say, oh, nigga, you're Tupac, that nigga, fuck you. I just don't like bitch ass niggas, but I just put it to you like that. And for me, the way I feel, the way I'm looking at this situation, the, the way I look at it, yo, man, Snoop is a backstabbing ass nigga. That's just the way it appears to me. Because Pac was riding for Snoop when, when Snoop got his trailer shot up. And that whole thing popped off. But then this same nigga lined himself up with Pac's enemies. Now I can't say 100% that Snoop set Pac up. I'm just saying. If you really break down this case and you look at everything, because everyone in the beginning, y'all remember, if you're old enough to remember when, when Pac first, when Pac died, first thing a lot of people did was say, Suge did it. Suge did it. But I'm noticing now, and I was one of the first people to say it years ago. The person that people need to look at is Snoop. Why in the fuck would Suge let niggas shoot up in the car? Niggas say dumb shit sometimes, I'm going to tell you. Niggas was like, well, Suge probably hired some experts, some marksmen to shoot. Bruh. I've been in the military. I know some people that can shoot like you wouldn't believe. Marksmen, experts. I know people that, that, I mean, they could shoot a bug out your nose. (laughs) Being sarcastic, right? But I wouldn't let the motherfuckers shoot someone while I'm sitting in a fucking car. You got to use common sense. You got to use common sense. Just go back to the fact. Snoop kept asking Pac, you going to Vegas cuz? You going to Vegas cuz? Where was Snoop in Vegas? 
Oh, he wasn't there. How convenient. So if he wasn't going to be there, then why the fuck was he so worried about whether Pac was going to be there or not? You see? The man in the middle. Snoop looked like a, a greasy ass nigga too. He got that look like a like a slimy type nigga. Anyway, that's my that's my take on it, man. And um thank you for listening. If you're listening on the Morrow World Radio um YouTube channel. I know I've been gone from that channel for a minute. Um, but I haven't stopped the show. I just haven't been posting up there. Um, the show is always available um, at victormorrowshow.com and Morrow Radio. And so just so there is no confusion, um, I, I talk about the news current events but I also talk about this kind of shit too so it's like you have the two shows under one umbrella it's like you have uh you got the Victor Mall show right but that show within itself has um the Mall report which goes into news um political shit wars world news basically right and Tomorrow Takeover Show is where I get into urban culture and, uh, you know, hip-hop shit. Um, you know, the shit that's mainly black America. You know, I'll just put it to you like that. So anyway, again, I thank you for listening. I'm sure this won't be the last time I cover this. I probably, I'm gonna try to, I promise you I'm going to try to get back on my shit again. A lot of people are like, what the fuck you doing? I'll try to get back on my shit again. Peace. Thank you for listening.